Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at newbalance.com. Welcome back, Cracked fans, to another edition of the Cracked Interviews Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. It's officially that time of year, folks. Time for us to run back one of our favorite segments here on the Cracked Interviews Podcast. We have officially reached the NCAA Sweet 16. As such, we are officially ready to unveil our Cracked Racket Sweet 16 press row, where I will attempt to speak with one representative from Every remaining Division One team still alive in that NCAA team event. Now, in the past, we've tried to speak with head coaches exclusively. I wanted to mix things up. We've been so fortunate to speak with so many of these head coaches, not just in the past, but in this 2023 season in particular, that, again, I wanted to hear a different perspective on where each of these teams currently sit entering this Sweet 16 weekend. As such, yes, you'll hear from some head coaches, but you'll also hear from some assistant coaches. You'll hear from some players over the next few days on this podcast. As again, I try to prepare all of us college tennis fans for the start of the NCAA Sweet 16. Before we get to today's episode, have to give a massive shout out to the support we get from our friends at Turner, who not only support this podcast, they support each and every week's episode of The Deciding Point and support tennis players everywhere by providing, simply put, the best grip available on the market. There's a reason all of us as tennis fans can identify a Turner grip on someone's racket. That iconic trademark blue color, it glistens on each and every tennis court. It's utilized, of course. It's also the best in the business, the most durable. It gets tackier as you sweat. And now they've got the latest iteration of their Turner grip as well as Turner has unveiled. Turner Tough, it's just a better version of that Turner grip all of us has come to love. You can, of course, find Turner Grips wherever you shop for your tennis supplies. And look, the next time you got to change your grip, know that Turner not only provides the best in the business, they support our podcasts here as well. So the least we can ask you to do is support them also. A massive shout out to our friends at Turner. Be sure to check out the latest iteration, the Turner Tough Grip today. With that said, let's get to it. Here is an episode from our 2023 NCAA Sweet 16 press row. Joining us on the podcast once again today is a returning champion here on our Crack Racket shows, a man you all know best as the head coach of the Mississippi men's Mississippi State, excuse me, men's tennis team. Welcome back onto our show, head coach Matt Roberts. Coach, I will learn how to speak English eventually, but it is always a pleasure <laughs> to have you on this podcast. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And don't feel bad. It gets confused all the time between Ole Miss and Mississippi State. No, for the record, I would call them Ole Miss. It just, I couldn't get the state out. It's just, so, you know, I think I've hit my word limit for the week here, and now even my body is rejecting me speaking, but it was 
Definitely a pleasure for all of us college tennis fans to watch your Mississippi State team uh, over the opening weekend of play. 4-0 win over Alabama State, and then obviously the dramatic 4-2 victory over Middle Tennessee. Talk to me about how you thought your guys performed in the opening weekend. Yeah, it was it was a great weekend. Um, we were just happy to host. I mean, it was on, we were on the edge all season. Um, you know, and then we're, we're looking into the criteria the NCAA looks at, and we felt pretty good about it. But, you know, then, then you have to put in the host bid. You have to find hotels and, you know, a graduation for the Super Regional that, that destroyed our hotels. So we actually had, if we did get through to Super, we had hotels at Old Waverly Golf Club. It's like cottages. And so we didn't think that was going to stick with the NCAA. So we were pretty nervous in the selection show, wondering if we were going to host because of the hotel blocks. Um, and so once we saw Utah going to 16, we felt pretty good about hosting as the 15. Um, so that was a huge relief. And then um, we played Middle Tennessee State. We know they're, they're an awesome team. They compete really well. Jimmy's done a great job. So it was just one of those – man, let's swing out. Let's have fun. Let's see if we can get a big crowd at home and, uh, you know, just basically keep focusing on our roots, the things we can control. And, and I thought the guys did a really good job with those things this weekend, um, you know, because they want to win and, you know, you have a big crowd. And so there's a lot of pressure to win. Um, but I thought, I thought they did a great job in doubles. You know, we hung around on three, we'd get broken, break back. And then, uh, it came down to basically two tiebreakers. We needed one of the two, and you and Lumsden uh, served it out with an ace out wide. It was it was awesome, and so that was huge for us to get the doubles point. And then Middle Tennessee State. I mean, they came out and they took a lot of first sets from us, and they made it really hard on us that day. Um, so give them credit. And then Carlos, man, he came back and, and saved three match points at number three singles. And once he turned that around, we felt pretty good about him or Benito getting one of those two. And Carlos played amazing the tiebreaker. So it was a lot of fun. I think we were like 12 people shy of setting a record at Pitts. Um, we had a lot of people out there, and it was a lot of fun. And I think they were really engaged in the match. And I think a lot of them learned what a college tennis match is like. So hopefully we can get them to come out again next year. Yeah, no, I mean, those that know, know the Starkville community and those Mississippi State home matches are very special. It's also nice for me to learn that that 4-3 loss in the conference tournament to Alabama sounds like it was tactical. You were afraid of the NCAA committee. You're like, well, if they're going to reject us anyways, let's just provide them a little more ammunition to make it a a clean kill. But, you know, you talk about that doubles point against Middle Tennessee Mm -hmm. and, you know, doubles has been... An adventure, we'll say. That's the kind spin for you all this season. I know doubles is something you pride yourself on with your teams. You know, you've played 12 different pairings. Uh, Obviously, part of that's been injury-related, but what has the ride been like for you? know, What have you been looking for in the doubles point from your team this season? So, in the fall, Carlos and Memo did a a lot of really good things. They made nationals. They, you know, they went, they got second place at regionals. Mm Um, so we, we leaned on them to be our top doubles pair, you know, early on, but, you know, sometimes you just, you, you lose the magic, you know, you just, you kind of need to mix it up again. It's like, I think once they got ranked 25, I think it affected a little bit of like that expectation, you know, then Carlos, you know, started trying to press a little bit out there instead of just setting memo up and just trusting what he does well. Um, and so, 
we got into a funk at one and then we had, you know, you got three freshmen. And so they're trying to learn how to play doubles, you know, week in, week out. And so we just kept trying to move guys around and practice just to see what, what clicked. And, you know, we, we try to have a setup guy and a cleanup guy. I mean, that's kind of the, where we start, uh, but you also have to communicate well and you got to gel out there. So we had some of those setup guys, cleanup guy pairings, but it just, you know, with Carlos and Memo struggling, we had to mix it up again. And then I think we probably went through two cycles of, of changes. But yeah, I mean, Ram was out for a while, so that hurt our doubles. Um, he was injured for a little bit. So we finally got a pretty good idea of what we wanted to do. I think it was, it was going into the Georgia weekend. You know, I said, what do you think about Mike, a freshman that came in January with Memo? You know, Mike's super coachable and, and uh, loves doubles, really good hands. And Memo said, yeah, I, I want to take Mike. You know, I, I want to, I want a freshman that can lead. And, and uh, they did awesome in practice. They ended up winning at number one at Georgia. That's when we knew, okay, they can, they can play at one. You know, they can hang. And then the two and three we'd been working on. So they, they, you know, they, they worked. And so then, you go into this weekend feeling good about three spots, and then uh, yeah, that's a pretty confident point for us right now. Yeah, and no. better late than never. You know, I feel like it's <laughs> it's just like that's how we always do doubles. Like I'm not too worried about it early on. I know things we're gonna they'll they'll fall into place if they're just you know they're doing all of our uh, the things we want them to do and practice and our warm ups and just film review like. We're going to figure it out. It may be after the SEC tournament, but we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, it, it certainly, again, was an impressive doubles point for you all this past weekend. And, you know, to your credit, even through double struggles, as you've alluded to, you've found plenty of ways to get to four points now very frequently. That's run through uh, the Junior Hernandez, obviously, who I think is 20-5 and five overall in dual match play, tied for the team lead in dual match victories. I know he had a really good freshman year, a little bit of a hiccup last season, but what's fallen into place so well for him in 2023? Yeah, he was pretty burned out last spring. You know, it's like that was his sophomore year. I feel like a lot of times guys in their sophomore year, they have a lot of expectations after a good first year, and he just got burned out. He, You know, he got a little injured, a little tendonitis in his arm, and he just got fried. And it was either for him take the summer off almost and, like, go do something outside of tennis, like go work and do something different or go play a lot. And he chose to play a lot. I was a little apprehensive about that decision because he was so burned out, but he played almost every week in Spain in futures. I mean, he played a million matches, built a lot of confidence in himself. He switched rackets to the uh, Babolat Aero BS that helped his game a lot. And he just got through a lot of those tough futures, quality matches, 10 point tiebreakers, picked up some points, I think he made quarterfinals, beat a lot of guys that he had lost to growing up, and he came back like, I'm the man, you know, like I'm going to I'm gonna work every day, I'm going to be a leader, and I'm going to, you know, hopefully go on a run here. He made the finals of our UTR tournament, and then he did well in the other fall tournaments, and he's been a rock for us ever since, you know. I don't think he's really got burned out this year at all. I don't think any of our guys have. That's what's been so cool about this team is, like, they've all been – like having so much fun together, training together, traveling together. It's like no one's really got burned out. Um, the culture on the, in this group right now is at an all-time high. I've never had a team where we can count on each other to compete on every court. 
like we're doing this year. Even with the Nuno teams, we'd have some guys where we'd have to run, you know, because they were tanking, you know, some sets, you know, like mm-hmm. Oradini was not easy to coach, you know, and uh, Rakic sometimes and, and yeah. you know, Broska, like, you know, you take you take uh, sometimes things for granted when you have it as good as we have this year. Like we're, we're just competing on every court and Carlos is a, a great leader for that. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad you bring that up because one of the questions I've had fun with asking coaches is uh, the more I follow the sport, the more I realize, especially in years like this where the talent is just so immense and equal across the board, it, are, it is those teams that trust each other when it's two all on the scoreboard. There are three third sets going on and you got to get through the finish line together. What are the things your t- your group is doing off the court to build that camaraderie? And, you know, again, what are yeah. the inter-squad competitions? So in the fall, we, we do a lot of things that are tough. I mean, we, we run the hills a lot together. So we, we run from the courts. It's, it's a basically a big grass hill in, uh, in the North Farm part of campus here. And we, you know, we have, they're trying to beat times from previous runs. They're, they're, if, they, if they miss a time, the whole team has to do it again. <laughs> Stuff like that. Um, you know, we do a lot of Versa climber sets in the weight room where if they're missing times, the other guys have to do more. Mm-hmm. Stuff where they're holding each other accountable. Mm-hmm. Um, in the spring, when they come back, we do a uh, maroon versus white. It's about a week and a half of inner squad challenges. Everything from, you know, what you're doing in the training room to uh, games during practice to matches. Um, like everything you're doing is going towards your team's points. So that's how we start off the spring. And then we did a spring break challenge. We did a week leading up to that South Carolina match, we didn't have class. So I put together a week of, you know, you know, practices, um, you know, we'll take them to the pool and we'll do relay races in the pool. It's hilarious to see them swimming, you know, and, and uh, things like that. Um, I mean, it just, we get creative with it. Uh, Mississippi state history quizzes, you know, yeah. so they have to answer a multiple choice test Jake puts together. So we just try to keep it fun and fresh throughout the whole season, doing things like that. And uh, but yeah, the teams, you know, they're close. They they eat together. They they study together. They do everything together. And it's like when you have the right guys here in Starkville and they want to be, you know, become the best versions of themselves on and off the court, you, know, you can you can have a lot of fun with them. And right now we have that group, so it's been an amazing year with them. Who's the one guy on the team who still has to wear the life vest when swimming? Well, last year when we did the swimming, Gregor started freestyle and he was, he was killing it. it was like perfect technique. Halfway down, he starts doing breaststroke and his team starts screaming at, what are you doing? And he, he, he lost the race for the team, you know, by a mile and he gets out. He's like, man, that's hard. Freestyle is hard. Guy. Like, yeah, but come on, man. He's like, I couldn't keep it up. And he just completely like went free. So this year he went and he was practicing before the spring break challenge. Like he knew, all right, I can't let my team down. And he killed it this year. He made the, he did freestyle down and back. He, he made it. So yeah, he's, he was, uh, it was funny. That's amazing because, and I, I've swam a day or two in my day down and back for an elite athlete and he's struggling. That's amazing. That's what you just, yeah. these are the insights. This is why I'm happy to have you on the show here today. Well, again, <laughs> in that spirit, I, I know what a joy it's been for you to coach this group. What's been the biggest surprise about this year, about this Mississippi State season? 
Mm, biggest surprise. Mm, I'd say the freshman. I mean, we knew Ewan was going to be a rock for us. Transfer from Washington. Patrick Lazo from Georgia State. Great guy for your culture. But Benito has improved so much with his awareness of his teammates and what he's doing for everyone around him. When he came in the fall, you know, super self-centered German, like most Germans are, you know, I remember him in the UTR tournament tanking the third set and his team was, you know, teammates were out there watching him and they were screaming at him to, you know, to, to stop being emotional and compete. And I remember after that, the look on his face was like, whoa, okay, I'm playing for a team now. Like, I can't do that. And he started, you know, working his butt off in practice, competing more in his practice sets. And he's just become like the guy in practice that you don't want to play. He's going to compete every point. And it's showing in his dual match results. That uh, is one, Jovanovic. I mean, I knew he could be good. You know, like Carlos barely beat him in a futures a couple summers ago. That's how we got, you know, we saw a little bit, you know, potential there, but like, I didn't think he would be able to compete week in, week out at two. I, you know, the fall was a bit rocky for him early on. And by the end of the fall, he lost to Lumsden in the finals of Alabama's UTR tournament. He had done really well at regionals. That's when I was like, okay, like this guy competes. Like he, he hates to lose. He's there mentally every point. And so, I think the match that showed us that he can do it was I think he beat Roca indoors um, from NTSU in the third set. But just the tennis he was playing was like, all right, he's going to be able to stay there all season, maybe even play one, you know. And then Mikel has really helped us out in doubles, and he's, he's, he's improved a lot. So the three freshmen have kind of been a surprise for me and just how quickly they've learned what, yeah, what that- they need to do for the team. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a really fun year, and obviously it keeps going this weekend. You guys are headed to Fort Worth to face TCU. It's a program you guys have played many a seasons over the past years, and obviously who who doesn't remember that 2019 match when they were fortunate enough to come to your place, knock you guys off. Now you have the chance to return the favor. You know What's it going to take this weekend? What are you looking forward to in the matchup? Yeah, I mean, we're knock on wood, we're healthy right now. Um, Memo's 100%. You know, he just needs some more matches in practice. Uh, um, but, you know, I think you, you got to go in there and you have got to have really good practices. It's, it's looking like it could be an indoor match. It's going to rain. And so we have to be able to practice in and out. So we need to get reps on both both facilities. Um, doubles is huge. Like, we, we, you know, we probably need the doubles point um, because Fearnley's playing unreal. I mean, I don't know what the situation with Fomba is, but they're just, they're deep. They have a lot of really talented players. They compete well. They're coached well. So, you know, doubles would help. And then I feel good with a few spots, but you just have to have a, you got to have a perfect match. You got to compete as a team. You got to be really mentally strong. You got to stay, you know, locked in on your routines, play every point, you know, the best you can and don't let the last point affect your next point. You got to stay strong, you know, mentally the whole day. And, you know, we're having a lot of fun. You know, we're improving a lot. And so we feel like we're going to be loose and we're going to swing out. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, you got to believe. And I think the guys are starting to believe. Uh, But this is a really good test for their belief for sure. Absolutely. It's going to be a fun one. Super Regional versus Sweet 16 at host site. What's your preference? Ooh, 
Mm, I mean, if, if we're the higher seed, super regional. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's I can see both sides of it. You know, I I do like having all sixteen teams somewhere, but it does make for a long week um, if you're staying around for singles and doubles. Um, but you know, I don't know. It's a good question. I, I could go either way. That's fair enough. Well, last two quick ones for you. Is there a team? I, I know you're focused on your program, but it's been a really fun year in college tennis. So many storylines. I want to ask all the coaches. Is there a team, coach, player outside of your group that has particularly impressed you this season? Well, Josh Goffey at South Carolina is a buddy of mine, and um, I think we both try to do things in a similar way. I mean, we try to do the best of what, what we have. You know, we may not have the talent, most talented teams, but. I think we're pouring into them pretty hard, trying to push them and develop them and make them a better version of themselves. And then, you know, hopefully, you know, you know, teaching them things that they can take into life after college tennis. Um, I think he does that well. I think Brian Shelton of Florida does that well. Ian at Vanderbilt, he did that well. Um, so I just respect a lot of the coaches that, you know, we're competitive, we want to win, but we're doing it for more than just winning. You know, we're trying to teach these guys how to become better versions of themselves and uh, create a culture of that. And so there's definitely a handful of coaches I respect that do that. Yeah, no, I love to hear. Well, then last one, 16 teams remaining, super regional ahead. It's been a fantastic year of tennis. You think there's a favorite right now to capture the title? I don't know. Yeah, I look at Kentucky last year. I mean, I think teams can get hot. You know, Virginia, you know, Kentucky, what they did last year. I don't think there's like a clear, this team's better than anyone else. I think it's, it comes down to the, you know, your team playing your best tennis at the right time and, you know, having the most confidence, believing in each other. And so I think it's, I think it's anyone's this year. Yeah. No, it's going to be a really fun year. They're a really fun ending to this 2023 season. There's no doubt about that. And uh, obviously all of us are excited to watch you guys take on TCU. We're going to be fortunate enough to have that match on our Crack Rackets broadcast. And uh, obviously more broadly, it is always a pleasure to get the chance to chat with you, Coach. I appreciate your tolerance of all of our nonsense over the years. And uh, always, again, looking forward to getting the chance to chat with you. So looking uh, look forward to watching your guys compete. And I know you... I believe you guys have some individuals going down to Orlando so no matter what I will see you down there no we don't have any men this year I'm going to take Emma down there um, okay. until we find a new head women's coach yeah. which has been a that's been a what it was to, that's what it was yeah there's been a lot of interest on the women's uh, for the women's job and so I've been helping our AD in that search uh, so really excited to see who that becomes um, someone that we can work with and you know work alongside and and you know have both programs, um, you know, out here grinding every day and, and working hard. So I'll take Emma down there and uh, see if she can make a run. She's talented. She's a lefty, rips the ball, and she's been working with us each day. So, yeah, I'll be down there with her. That's, we had the chance to watch her a lot on our broadcast this year. And, yeah, uh, again, good luck with the search. Good luck with the match this weekend. Always a pleasure to get the chance Thanks, to see you, Coach. Thanks for what you do with college tennis. Appreciate it. Yep, take care. 
Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Hope all of you enjoyed this edition of our 2023 NCAA Sweet 16 Press Row. A massive thank you to every player and coach who participated in this series. We're all excited for the home stretch of the 2023 NCAA season. Hopefully these episodes help all of you feel more prepared for the impending action. Speaking of which, if you need to catch up on anything that's happened in this NCAA tournament, Tuesday, Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time, we'll have episodes of The Deciding Point recapping everything that's happened to date. Of course, we'll also have coverage of the Sweet 16 Friday, Saturday on our Crack Rackets YouTube channel. We'll have coverage of the quarterfinals of the D1 event. We're also going to start to work in some D2, D3 coverage as well. So rest easy, college tennis fans. We have you covered with coverage of everything that'll happen down the stretch of this 2023 season. Of course, a shout out here at Crack Rackets to the man who makes all of that possible. Our super producer, Daniel Westoff, who has a f- of an editing job to do day in, day out. A shout out as well to our dear friends at Turna for their support. Turn it tough. Best grip in the business. You can find it wherever you shop for your tennis supplies today. With all of that said, for our fantastic guest, our super producer, Daniel Westoff, our friends at Turner, and from all of us here at both Crack Rackets and the Tennis Channel Podcast Network, I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. You've been listening to another edition of the Cracked Interviews Podcast. Stay safe, stay healthy. Talk to you all soon. Thanks, everyone.